0: This season of the Urban Conservative podcast
1: is brought to you by Newton for Senate, working to improve education, reduce taxes, and keep North Carolina number one for business. Find out more at NewtonForSenate.com. This episode of the Urban Conservative has also been sponsored by Case Technology Consulting. Help your business get value out of its data and become more efficient and streamlined. Case Technology Consulting. Check out the link in the description. episode of top of the morning is brought to you by edward jones financial advisor kelly Harmon, providing you with well-researched guidance backed by edward jones extensive team and technology that help you prepare for retirement children's education or other financial goals call 252-473-1006 or
0: visit the link on the screen All right, ladies and gentlemen, you know what
1: time it is. It's time for Top of the Morning, the best 30-minute morning show on the Internet. You rocking with the TUC twins. I'm Raheem Architect. Soto joined by my brother from the same mother, no other. Ado Ali, good morning, sir. Top of the morning, sir. Top of the morning, my brother. Top of the morning to each and every one of you all. If you haven't done so already, our website is TUConservative.com. Our goal is to share conservative values and principles and the benefits of conservative policies to urban communities across this great nation of ours. You can follow us everywhere on social media at The Urban Conservative, TUC Twins, and all that good stuff. Also, make sure, make sure, make sure, make sure you go to AliForCongress.com to support my campaign for the 12th Congressional District. It is time for some real leadership in district 12 i gotta give a big shout out to rnc committee woman keisha brassington ncgop chairman michael Watley, and speaker of the north carolina house tim moore who will be joining me on the 25th at midtown tavern for a campaign reception if you haven't gotten your tickets to that you could do it at alifacongress.com and plug complete all right, there you go. Plugs, plugs, mug, and plugs mugshot. and plug. we playing black and gold today, by the way. Well, shout shouts out to Brew Boy Coffee for the for the exclusive blend. So I'm trying out some blends. I have to get you some bags down there, but I'm trying out some blends for the TUC blend for that Patriot blend of coffee. So Ooh. soon, soon we will have you'll be able to get your red mug, right? This is just a prototype. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get your red mug, and mm-hmm. then you'll be able to get your uh, you know yeah shouts out to brew boy so we gonna have that coming real soon and um yeah 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 so this is something different we shipping on right here i don't uh there's some names for the beans that i'm not familiar with we got to bring him on so he could tell us what the bean blend is but yeah right. we, we we mixing up a couple things over here so i can dig it i can dig it i also real quick bro I, you know as I saw this video the other day, uh, yesterday, I had an opportunity to kind of take a few minutes in between making phone calls for the campaign, and Charleston White was saying that he buys nothing but the store brand stuff, right? Okay. Like coffee, you know, the name store brand stuff, right? What's your take on like the Food Lion brand or the the the, the no, you <laughs> know? And All right, Look, Get in the comments. Let us know. No, 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 no. Store no. brand no. stuff like. Let, listen, I had to cut the music off because this is one of those areas of, of deep contention. Okay. Mm-hmm. There are things that you can, in fact, buy the store brand of. Like. Okay. Napkins. <laughs> <laughs> Napkins. Uh, you can't buy the store brand ketchup. Even if the ingredients match the ingredients and in the non They don't. They brand don't name they, out. This is the issue. They don't match. They don't match. It's All different. Right, ladies, pro- it's different. It's comments, different proportions. Go. Different okay. proportions, right? Okay. I, if, I. So if I come to eat at your crib and you got like food lion broth, food lion cheese. Ah. Hey, hold on. <laughs> food lion broth. Food, I'm not knocking uh-huh. your hustle. Okay. I'm just saying, this is what, if see, there's, there's nuances with that. That's a tough question, bro, because can you afford the other stuff or are you just buying food line stuff? I, I mean, look, and the only or, reason or I that. Or enter the local, you know, whatever store brand, because I think Stop and Shop has, like, great value or something. Like, like, yeah, like, the great value, what's wrong with that? Everything, everything is wrong with that, bro. <laughs> everything is wrong with that. Let's start off with the great value cheese product. Like, what are we doing here? All right, so ladies and gentlemen, get in the comments. Let us know. Is there anything wrong with store brand stuff? Like, do you buy store brand? I'm just curious because I'm sipping on store brand coffee this morning, and uh, it's not that terrible. Oh, what? It's not that terrible? No. No. I'm not going to do it again. <laughs> I'm not going to not, gonna, I'm not buying another I'm not buying another one. I'm going to go back to the to the regular. I got to order my Tyrus Kemp coffee. I'm sorry. He spoiled me, bro. Like Really? He spoiled, my, he spoiled me on coffee, bro. I'm done. I tried it. I went back to the regular and I'm like, "Yeah, I can't do this." All right. Well, listen. Let's let's get into this morning show. Shouts out to everybody that supports what we do here at the Urban Conservative. Like Absolutely. my brother said, make sure you have head over to the website. Make sure you follow us on social media. Uh, I do want to. I, I do want to issue a quick reminder to everyone. Um, yep. Life does happen outside of social media. Um, you know, life does happen in the real world outside. You know, so yeah. so while I understand social media may be important. Right. It's also about real world relationships. Right. So, um, those of you going into 2024 that really, uh, feel that, that the things are not going the right way should really look at getting involved. Make sure you start to show up at your, whatever political party you're in, just start showing up at these meetings, start showing up at these candidate screenings. start, you know, show up to these things. I just had to issue that at the beginning of the show. Um, So let's talk Donald Trump here We got Trump 2024 and the reason I put The question mark Is because he is facing A lot of cases Right Uh, he's facing facing a lot of cases A lot of legal smoke Donald Trump Is facing right now It's a lot it is It is more than the average person Should be able to deal with Right because think about this How how many cases in in, in total What do we got Uh, What do we at? Whole, I, I can't even count. It's like some night, all the charges together. It's like ninety-one charges. Say that one more time. 90 ninety-one 91? charges. Right? Okay. Ninety-one altogether. So, I mean, do you want me to go through this timeline real quick? Please do. Please do. January eleventh, closing arguments will be held in the ongoing civil fraud trial against Trump and his company with a verdict expected by the end of the month, which could, res- which could result in the ex-president having to pay a quarter of a million dollars, being barred from running any New York businesses or conducting commercial real estate transactions for the next five years. January 16th, civil trial starts in J.E. Jean Carroll's defamation lawsuit. Although Trump has already been found liable for defaming Carroll and was ordered to pay her $5 million in a separate lawsuit, this trial will determine how much Trump has to pay in damages on that case. January 29th, he's slated to go on trial in New York, another civil lawsuit which accuses him and his company of defrauding plaintiffs by promoting a multi-level marketing scheme, though Trump has a pending motion to dismiss the case. And I hope they're not talking about ACN or one of them kind of things. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. January through June, the U.S. Supreme Court is expected to get involved with his legal issues before the court's term wraps up in June, including determining whether he is immune from criminal charges and whether he can be disqualified from the 24 election under the 14th Amendment, for in quotations here, engaging in an out of quotations, an insurrection on January 6, 2021, after the Colorado Supreme Court and Maine Secretary of State ruled he should be kicked off the ballot. March 4th is expected to go to trial in a federal criminal case against him for trying to overturn. <laughs> I'm sorry. He's scheduled to go to trial in a federal criminal case against uh, him for trying to overturn the 2020 election. Though it's likely this date will get delayed as the case is on pause while in appeals court. And then likely the Supreme Court considers Trump's request to have the charges thrown out because he has presidential immunity. March 25th, a trial is scheduled to start in Manhattan DA's office. Criminal case against Trump in state court, which accuses him of falsifying business records in conjunction with hush money payments made to women during his 2016 campaign. May 20th is slated to go to trial. I mean, this is nuts. May 20th, he is slated to go to trial in the federal criminal case against him for allegedly mishandling White House documents. Joe Biden's documents in the garage. We're not going to talk about that, though, Uh, for allegedly mishandling White House documents that he brought back in Mm Mar-a-Lago. Though U.S. District uh, Judge Eileen Cannon has said she'll review Trump's request to push back the trial date at a hearing in March, and the judge has already pushed back several deadlines, which makes it harder for the trial to proceed on time. August 5th, Fulton County, Georgia District Attorney Fannie Willis has requested this as the trial start date in her criminal case against Trump and his allies for trying to overturn the 2020 election, but it's unclear whether it will actually be as no final trial dates have yet been set. Okay. So that's kind of a timeline that we've got so far. Um All right. Well, I one one th- one thing before one thing before we play this Trump uh speech in Iowa from yesterday, I did want to share. I did want to share. Um, And let me share it's this. 91 total criminal charges in four criminal cases, which were all born in 2020. All right. I did want to share this from Forbes. Um, This is, you know, Professor. Alan Dershowitz, right, I, I think he's a professor anyway, but he's an attorney, former attorney. And uh, li- listen to this, listen to this very, very interesting take on what's going on with Trump.
0: In terms of what strikes me as interesting about this was that they are making a decision that has not been made yet too, with regards to the culpability of the former president with regard to January 6 Let's just isolate that for a second. Could the court be making that kind of decision when a decision has not yet been made? Well, but it would be easy for Jack Smith just to get him indicted for in the District of Columbia, have a speedy trial. And in the District of Columbia, they would convict a ham sandwich if his name was Trump. Mm -hmm. So that's not much of a safeguard requiring a a conviction. Remember that uh, Eugene V. Debs ran for president and got 3 million votes. Uh, Eugene V. Debs ran a safeguard requiring a, a conviction. Remember that. Uh, Eugene V. Debs ran for president and got 3 million votes uh, while he was serving a prison term for something like insurrection. I mean, he wanted to advocate the overthrow of the government by force or violence. Um, And in America, we don't take the decision away from the people uh, by having the judges make electoral decisions. Let the people decide. They're not gonna vote for a person they believe to be an insurrectionist.
1: I, do you and agree you have with that it? statement? Do you agree with I, that I, statement?
0: I, I do, and
1: and I think the part that I agree with is let the people decide. You see that the main, I would see the Secretary of State single-handedly making that decision. It's like, I shall decide for you. I felt like, whenever I hear stuff like that, bro, I feel like it's in that, that villainous British accent. Like,
2: yeah, le- listen to crazy. what he,
1: listen to what he goes on to say. It
0: terrible. The worst decision the Supreme Court made uh, in the last quarter of a century, may have been, I don't know, maybe overruling Burr versus Wade, but certainly one of the worst was uh, was Bush versus Gore, in mm-hmm. which five Republican justices outvoted four Democratic justices and turned the election over to the man who got fewer votes in Florida than the other side. I have to admit, I had a small role. I played, I represented the voters of Palm Beach County on the side uh, right. of Gore. Not un- unbiased on this, but I don't think it was the Supreme Court's finest hour, and the Court should not be intruding into elections. Now they may have to, if a lower court, the Col- Colorado Supreme Court, intruded, they may have to undo that. I think when I spoke to Justice Scalia about uh, the, Ro- the the Bush versus Gore, what he said is the Supreme Court would never have intervened but for the fact that the Florida Supreme Court, which was so heavily Democratic, intervened and ruled in favor of Gore. So the Supreme Court had no choice but to come in. And then they ruled in favor of Bush. So so just- he's
1: saying basically that that that's what's happening here because the Colorado Supreme Court stepped in. Now the, the U.S. Supreme Court is going to have to step in. And he we've we've even seen that here in North Carolina where in some cases, unelected judges have tried to undo the will of the people, i.e. voter ID, which is now the law of the land in North Carolina. And also as far as redistricting, our last redistricting was actually done by the state Supreme Court because you had a bunch of Democrats on there that wanted to play fast and loose with the rules. But what All I'm right. thinking, right? And, and tell me if I'm off on this, It the vibe that I'm getting, and this goes to the other part of the show, is that Democrat, the Democrats realize they're in trouble they're underwater with Biden. They, people do not like right, right, right situation right, right now. Um, uh, I would agree. I think there's, there's a sense of um, desperate, you know, there, there's a sense of urgency. Um, the Democrats are very, uh, you know, though they're good at what they do, um, I think there's a sense of losing the grip, right? Because, again, when you got BLM, people flipping. When you have, when you start to see, matter of fact, um a poll came out. The sub pull up the Suffolk poll. Which one? Just pull up the Suffolk poll. Biden, uh, Trump. Some recent Suffolk poll. Suffolk poll. Paul Biden, Trump. Yeah, you'll see that that the Suffolk poll has Biden losing black and Latino support. So, so the interesting thing about that is that um, you know, Whoa. that. We pull it up, I, you know, listen, man. Uh, uh, President Joe Biden heads into the election They're showing alarming weakness among stalwarts of Democrat base with Donald Trump leading among Hispanic voters and young people. One in five black voters now sell their support, a third party candidate in November with seven candidates are spec- specified by name. Trump leads inches. Up to three percentage points, 37 to 34 with independent RFK at the top of the third party candidates. But he's not going to make the ballot. RFK is not going to make the ballot in a lot of places. Uh, yeah, but the point that I'm making is that it, and polls are oh. polls. right? Yeah, but Biden now claims the support of just 63 percent. But that is a problem. 63 you know percent. I could admit Yeah, I wanted you to say the numbers. I, I Listen, I'm writing a story on it. I'm writing a story on this right now for the for the um, thing. And I'm as I'm looking at these numbers, I'm saying, okay, I've incurred and we should feel good about that because what we do, forget this thing, forget the Internet. That's one thing. But in our day to day lives and talking to people and helping other people and, you know, actually getting people to vote a certain way. Right. We can take some credit for that. You can take a look. Uh, well, here's the yeah, other yeah, side yeah. of this. I, I feel Rob. somewhat What's good a, about that. It's a good thing. No, I feel like, great you, about it. You, as long as, as you're, as long as, as, as well as your black sits and your other organizations that, you know, there's a concentrated, concerted effort that needs more support f- for going into black and Latino communities. And it's really so our and urban centers. It's really the urban centers. Correct. And the one thing, you know, now that I'm campaigning and, I, and I'll and i be mindful of how I say this, but there are so many consultants these days, bro. The The sheer number of emails that our campaign has gotten, there are thousands and thousands of consultants out there. And one of the things that burns me up is when they talk about, there's no need to worry about that. That particular demographic is unwinnable. There's no need to go talk. And that is something that I've heard from candidates, you know, as we go out and try to sell ads and, and, you know, promote our company. And, you know, our vote outside the box campaign is a prime example of that. It's not about getting people to flip their voter registration more often than not, it's getting them to realize they don't have to vote in that Democrat box. And if they wanna see changes in their community, they're gonna need to. A matter of fact, which that leads me to this next thing the cities with the highest homicide rates in the country are all run by Democrats. All of them. The cities with the highest crime rates are run by Democrats. Now, one could make the argument that because we're talking about urban centers, urban centers are automatically going to be high in crime and, you know, whatever have you. But here's the reality of the matter. Soft on crime policies like no cash bail, like defund the police, like sending social workers out instead of police officers. Yo, I... We went to a Dollar General the other day because Tasha does this couponing thing, right? So we go to the Dollar General the other day, bro. The deodorant is in a case, okay? Deodorant, bro. It's behind a case, and when you lift up the case, a loud noise goes off. Do you know why that is, bro? You're muted. Somebody's grabbing something. Somebody's grabbing something. Somebody's grabbing something. Yo, come on. Somebody's grabbing something, somebody. Yo, so, so, so the point that I'm trying to make is for people who live in these communities, especially for black and brown people that live in these communities, if the crime is making your community unsafe, yo, that is a terrible feeling, bro. To know you can't even go into a store in your community and buy deodorant without having it locked behind a case. I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those situations where you have to ask the question, why would you continue to vote for the people that are making your community less safe? Honestly, that's a when you look at the district attorneys who are letting people out. Yo, bro, how many times have we covered stories on this platform about people who are committing the most heinous acts and continue to be out? We're trying to figure out like why are you walking around amongst regular people? You've you've bludgeoned people over the head, you've SA'd people, you've done all kinds of madness. And yet you're walking around. Do we need to go to TikTok and pull up the smash and grab videos of how what I call the bonnet heads are running into the stores and grabbing all the pocketbooks out of Marshall's? Like, do we need to pull those videos up? Bro? Yeah, I'm still not OK with dudes wearing bonnets. I don't care what y'all say. I understand. I'm out of touch and all that. I'm not all right with dudes wearing bonnets, man. I'm not all right with it. I'm not all right with it. I'm, I don't am i have you're to be all right. You're going to rock it. the bonnet to keep your palm straight, bro? I'm going to take that as a no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that as a no. So so do we get Trump in 24 is the question. that That is the ultimate question. At this point, I don't see... Nikki Haley just jumped up to like 24%. That's and so did he. Enough. And he jumped up as well. Right, but that's still not enough to say that he's going to lose the primary. Now, the real question, we shouldn't even be talking about a primary. We know how that's going to go. The real question is, does Biden even survive does Biden live long enough to make it to the 24 election? Th- does he even live that long? Okay, so Biden's just had another circumstance where Jill had to step in. Um, <sighs> no. Yeah, I'm trying to find it right now. I'm trying to find look, it. Look, look, look. This is not... I'm not now, being Trump ageist Trump. when I say right. this, bro. I'm not... I'm, I, and y'all, somebody... <laughs> yo, listen to me. Listen. A 77, 78-year-old... Has a different view of the world than a forty-year-old, forty-three-year-old. Completely different view of the world. Okay, those are the way that a 77, 78 80 seventy-eight, eighty-year-old views the world is in a lens that I, it's in a in a racial lens that we don't understand that anymore because we didn't All grow up. What foods have you been enjoying that. over the last oh, few days? No.
2: Well, I've been eating everything is put in front of me. <laughs> I've <been> eaten pasta, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods basically.
0: And ice cream.
2: And ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream.
0: Ice. I'm curious, what
1: sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days?
2: Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've been eating pasta, <laughs> which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all. Ice cream and ice cream, chocolate chip ice. Cream. A lot of chicken, chicken parmesan. I've been eating all all Italian foods basically. And ice cream and ice cream, chocolate chip ice cream. joe that guy, bro. What sort of holiday foods have you been enjoying
1: over the last few days?
2: Well, I've been eating everything that's put in front of me. But I've been pasta, which I love. Yeah. Eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan.
1: Yeah, he looks absolutely terrible. Absolutely, yo. Happy. This is elder abuse. I don't care what y'all say. I don't oh. care what nobody says, bro. This yo, I right, I gotta I gotta tell you this. I gotta I gotta tell Go you ahead, this. Bro. You know you know how you know how sometimes we listen to certain songs from a certain era and it hurts. Like it it, it causes like physical emotional pain to hear certain like songs. Journey from heavy D and the so boys so hurts. I refuse to listen to it. Right, so I'm not gonna. I don't want to hear that. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yesterday, yesterday I went to 7-Eleven. And I sure. bought a pack of Lorna Dune cookies. Okay, now, now I don't like buying Lorna Dune cookies because I mm. love Lorna Dune cookies. Right? They just remind. Mm. Look, hold on, hold on. I refused. Right? They're right here. You, have you eaten them? Oh, I ate one pack, and I'm like, I, I regretted buying them. I regretted buying them. I, I, was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was slightly depressed for hours. Right? I was
2: like, right.
1: Oh, those are the days. Right. Right. So, so the reason I mention all of that—my cookies, my my—the the fact that it emotionally hurts sometimes, right? <laughs> then, then, then I think about this, right? Mm. I look at Joe Biden. I think mm. about where the country's at, right? And I, I really, literally thought about Joe Biden. I was like, hmm. Mm. <laughs> I was
0: like, mm. <laughs> hmm. mm. I got
1: to be alive at a time where Joe Biden. What's the, what's the president? <laughs> you know, are clearly demented. Clearly. Clearly, clearly. off his. Re- People <laughs> voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, but so you, know you got to go. I don't in. understand. I No, vote no, in. no. I don't understand for the life of me how any adult. Would go into a booth with a ballot and scribble a circle next to this guy's name. I don't. You're. You have to. You have to be such a sheeple Democrat, uh, leftist. Like you have to be so out of your mind. Well, that 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 lends to this question, though. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. So absolutely ridiculous. so, So what does this mean? Because on the tail end of this, bro. Is there a red a red wave to come? Because they blew it. We, they, okay. They well, well. Here's the thing. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing with this red wave thing, and I'm, I'm that's the the subtitle of the video, right? With the red wave thing, mm-hmm. we have Suffolk County where we just sworn in our. Uh, we have like basically a super majority here. Okay. okay. Um, New York. We'll probably see some gains again. Sure. Um, but I think even Democrats, registered Democrats, you guys have had enough. You guys have had enough. So I think, um, yes, we absolutely see maybe not a red wave. I don't like that red wave thing because it sets the bar too high. Okay. It's not so realistic. We'll all of if the Republicans. Yeah, yeah, shifting definitely. But all the idea that all of the Republicans everywhere, all at the same time, are going to get elected is just probably not going to happen. Right. So let me ask this question. the the What I saw during this last midterm and during these last elections was Republicans didn't do a good job of messaging and they c- kind of hung their hats on some unwinnable issues. Um, I'm a pro-life dude, but arguing pro-life is not what people that's not the top of their list when it comes to wanting to see change. The thing that I'm hearing repeatedly is people want to hear about how we're going to get this economy back on track, how they're going to get more of their hard-earned money back into their pockets. How are we going to keep our streets safe? How are we going to shut the flow of fentanyl down? Like, those are the things that people want to hear about. And I think that if Republicans do not catch the right messaging, they're going to lose again. We're going to we're going to find ourselves in a tough spot. And the other thing about this is in areas where Trump is kind of surging and graining ground, we're going to need all the Republicans to realize the reason why some of these minority voters are starting to recognize Trump is they're seeing that the system is rigged. Right. Well, well, remember, I, I was I was the first to not the first, but I was one that was like, I when he first got elected, I was really skeptical. So it took a year Right. Remember, I tell a story all the time, but it took a year. I refused to listen to anything he had to say on either either side. I refused right. to listen to anything said about him. I refused to listen to anything he said. I said, "We're hmm. gonna go from January to January. See how this. Goes. And when I get to January, let's see what Mans has done. And when that January rolled around, I was like, well. Uh, Looks uh, like we're we're on the Trump choo-choo train here, cause uh that looks to be progress in a year, you know, and then and then more progress in the second year, um, and and so I, I again I don't understand it, rhetorically I don't understand the 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 idea behind anybody with any type of financial responsibility in their life voting Democrat, anybody with any type of mindset that they want to be prosperous and have some type of autonomy and liberty would vote Democrat I mean this is absolutely insane with these adults like what you would think are intelligent adults are actually going into the voting booth and doing jobless claims hit a 50 year low the number of people claiming unemployment as a share of the population hit the lowest on record Unemployment rates for African-Americans, Hispanics, Asians, Native Americans, veterans, disabilities, and those without high school diploma was all-time low. Unemployment for women hit the lowest rate in 70 years, lifted 7 million people off of food stamps. Poverty rates for African-Americans and Hispanics hit all-time low. Income inequality fell for two... Come on, bro. Just keep... Just slow... This is so slowly. This is the one thing, the one thing that I'm always critical about when politicians or or people in politics say, We created jobs. No, government does not create jobs, businesses create jobs. So I I just, I'm always, you, you get a little pushback from me on that. But More manufacturing. Well, what do you see there? You see, brought jobs, factories, and industries back to the USA. The claim, so the claim that that those policies created 1.2 million manufacturing jobs might be a valid claim. But when the government just says, "My say, hey, we created jobs," okay, I'm gonna need you to explain that. Well, we created the Bureau of the Intelligence (laughs) of the Bureau, and then we hired seventy thousand people. You know, like no, that ain't creating jobs, my guy. All right. Stock rock stock market uh, numbers hit in record 401 one rebuilding and investing in rural America. Signed an EO on modernizing the regulatory framework for agricultural biotechnology products, which is bringing innovative new technologies to market in America. I mean, listen, 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 they on, can go, they can go and look at this for themselves. Right. And, and essentially what we're getting at is here. Uh, uh, I think the question mark next to Trump 2024 remains as long as these cases are going. Um, and there's no real resolution to these cases, so I think we have to, whether we're Trump supporters or or not, right? Which we are clearly, we're Trump supporters, we're Trump guys. We 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 appreciate the agenda. We are the. We still agree somebody needs to sometimes <laughs> grab that phone, right? Like it's been it a it's hand. been a couple yeah, of yeah, tweets. No, <laughs> there's been a, there was a couple of tweets and a couple of things he said where I was like, nobody's gonna stop this guy. <laughs> like, yo, <laughs> nobody, nobody's gonna take the phone. <laughs> Yo, yo, I've bro. tweeted. Listen, I've tweeted and and posted dumb shit and gotten a phone call. <laughs> like, yeah. bro, bro, yeah, you bro. You gotta take that down. Yo, this phone rang and you were like, you have to take that down. Heather has called me and been like, what, Raheem? What? 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 Go on social media and remove that. You are over 40, sir. <laughs> like, what Out are you doing? Right. Out of pocket. Ladies and gentlemen, let us know what you think. Jump in the comment section. Does anybody beat Trump? Does Biden even make it to the next election? I don't know. Let us know what you think. Jump in the comment section. As always, for my twin brother Raheem Architect Soto, I am Abdul Ali. You have been checking out Top of the Morning here on The Urban Conservative. We'll be with y'all live and direct tomorrow morning. Y'all have a peaceful and prosperous rest of the day. Peace and love, y'all. Just because you're black doesn't mean you have to vote Democrat. This year, in order to see benefits for our communities, we need to vote outside the box. Find out more by visiting us at
0: TUConservative.com.